Good just just after morning, ladies and gentlemen. The time is two minutes past twelve, which means it's ten AM ish live on twitch.tv forward slash Ashram Puzz. Hey, how are you doing? My name is Graham Day. I'm joined by the man that we call Bibi. I'll read Bib. Good after morning, Graham. How are we doing? I mean, it's only just after morning, if we're being perfectly honest. Yeah. But this is quite a good time. Technically, we went live in the morning. We did. We went live nine minutes and 36 seconds ago, and it's only two minutes into the afternoon. So, good morning, yeah. Bib. Yeah. Good morning, Graham. <laughs> good morning. How are we all doing? Welcome into the chat. Welcome. If you don't know who we are, as mentioned, my name is Graham. This is Bib. We are Ice Cream Uploads and in true Ice Cream fashion. This is the Scoop, the UK's number one video game podcast. If we do say so... <gasps> ourselves we are going to bring you your daily dose of news from the world of video games and beyond we'll bring you the biggest the best and the breaking stories from video games but it's not just about the news we will also give you our thoughts and impressions then we want your thoughts and impressions and then we want your thoughts and impressions on our thoughts and impressions that's kind of how this whole show works so if you're in the chat please do feel free to get involved over the next hour or so as mentioned we do go live on twitch.tv forward slash ice cream plus each and every single weekday at 10 a.m ish ish uh, so yeah, please do feel free to get involved in the chat. If you are with us on Twitch, please do feel free to get involved. And it's important that you do because this live stream is turned into a podcast, a video on YouTube, and an audio podcast on iTunes and Spotify and SoundCloud and Google Play. So there is lots of places where over 130,000 people have watched and listened to this podcast on demand. So if you guys can get involved on behalf of those, that'd be smashing. Nah, do it, do it, do it, do it. Before we jump into anything, though, I want to give you a couple of reminders. Couple of reminders, because because Next Monday will be the first Monday of the month. So if you want to bag yourself a prize, uh, just type exclamation mark loot drop in the chat. You will find out how you can bag a prize because one month, uh, one month, each month, subscri- uh, subscribers get prizes. I fucked that up. I, I, I absolutely <laughs> mur- murdered those words. You, you understand Rewind. what I'm saying? Each month, subscribers get prizes, or at least one does anyway. Uh, on the first Monday of the month, we give someone a prize uh, from the loot drop. Uh, it's just a way of us saying thanks for everyone that does support our channel with subscriptions. And another way that we have said thanks, uh, with the help of the beautiful people at Insert Coin Clothing, is to run an exclamation mark giveaway. If you haven't got involved, you could be like, like Next Gen Base has done this morning. You could just go to Twitter and retweet our tweet. That's all you need to do. Well, it's not all you need to do. You need to follow us on Insert Coin, but I imagine you follow those guys anyway because they're wonderful, and we are, so obviously. Uh, But yeah, as long as you follow both channels and retweet that tweet, you are in with a chance of winning some cool gear. Nice. Uh, Speaking of cool gear, baby, I saw you post an exceptional-looking burger in the Discord yesterday. (laughs) Yes, I did. Yes, I did. Uh, Give me the details. Okay, so obviously it's Mother's Day. That's obviously why there was no stream yesterday. I took the wife out to Blackpool. So not only do I work in Blackpool, we ended up going there anyway. Um, but we love Blackpool. It's something that, 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 that the boy's never been. Obviously, he won't even realise where he is. Um, but we got to have the day out in Blackpool. I say beautiful weather as well. Um, but we went to, I booked a place at our favourite restaurant called West Coast Diner, um, which actually has a really nice downstairs bit now that's, that's quite new. Um, but that's only for like bar food, foods and stuff like upstairs is where the real magic happens. So basically it's like, it does me- it does Mexican food, but it also does like big burgers and stuff like big American burners and uh, burgers and things like that. Um, so yeah, I had probably one of the nicest burgers I've had in a long time. They have these like cheesy things at the top, which look like cheesy onion rings, but they have what I think is like uh, chili cheese. I, I could have sworn that I tasted bacon in there as well. That was on top of it, but it had like melted chili cheese on it. It had uh, grilled chicken and this uh, big 
quarter pounder, but oh, mate. Sounds fit. It was fit. And then obviously, I didn't take a picture of the starters, which stupidly, but the starters, I had um, wings and ribs, just like a little little plate of like a little bit of uh, baby back ribs with a couple of little chicken wings on top. Oh, I want my baby back, baby back, baby back, baby back. It was amazing. So yeah, if you are in the Blackpool area, get yourself in there. Nice. We had a we had a Christmas dinner there once. A Christmas do. It was like it was uh, obviously Christmas dinner. It wasn't Christmas dinner. It was burgers, and it was like, what do you want off the menu? Choose whatever you want. And it's like burger this, burger that, burger the other. And everyone's like, grave, you've got to get that one. That's the massive one. I was like, yeah, of course I'll have that. Uh, anyway, <laughs> I got about sixty percent of the way into it. I thought I'm gonna die. <laughs> I'm gonna, I ma- <laughs> managed to finish it, but it almost wrote me off for the rest of the night. Then do you know, like, everyone's like, do you want a drink? Because yeah. it's Christmas do. You're like, I don't fucking want anything. Just just keep rolling me as we move from bar to bar kind of thing. Yes, it's very rare that I have to go to the services on the way home because I'm knackered, right? But I felt. I after I've eaten, like I was about to pass out, and it's not the longest drive in the world, but there's so many roadworks. On is it the is it the 61? I can, I can never remember the motorways. I'm terrible with them. But basically, where all the roadworks are that we know, fifty six, I think it is. So we got fifty six. We got fifty six M six, and then sixty one through right. Back to yeah, ones. So yeah, I, I'm yeah. on about on the way back. On the way there, we go sixty one M six fifty six or some A fifty six or something like that. Something like that. <laughs> So they're building a new junction and it goes from three lanes to two and it was just horrendous coming back. I think everybody had the idea from this side of Manchester to go to Blackpool yesterday because it was horrendous <laughs> coming back. And I was knackered. So I had to stop at the services for a quick drink, quick refreshment break before we ended up making the other 40-minute journey home. But yeah, that it kind of put me in a food coma, if I'm being honest, and it's very rare that something like that happens. But yeah, if you are in Blackpool, please go there because I've got no affiliation with them whatsoever, only apart from I like good food. Although West Coast, if you are watching this, uh, we absolutely <laughs> would be open to a little bit of extremely well-paid and well-funded uh, funded, uh, affiliation. I mean, you don't even have to pay us. Let's be honest, we'd do it for a couple of chicken wings. It's fine, whatever. Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> okay, let's jump back through the chat and see who else is with us. Lotus is here with your nan. <laughs> All right, nan. <laughs> your nan. I'll read to Lotus. Have a good weekend. Uh, Nick and Neil says, how can he slap? How can he slap? I don't know how I'm supposed to read this. Is, is that is that lyrics? How can How can he slap? I don't know. Uh, good morning, Neil. I'll read. Code Red's in as well. Let's go. Hey. Uh, Lotus with the Rizzy no sleep eating mode. That is still class. That is absolutely fucking amazing. GG's to Rizzy for still putting that in as well. Uh, Tino says, morning all. Uh, just, I'm breaking it. Interviewing four hours now. Nah, you've got it. You've got it. I was watching someone. And it was, it was, I don't know if it was Dr. Disrespect or something like that. It was, because it was definitely Dr. Disrespect vibes. It might have even been Tiggleton or something like that. Um, and they were basically saying, don't be bricking it. I know this is like super easy to say, not easy to, don't brick it. Because if you're bricking it, you've, al- you've already got a losing mentality. You- you're bricking it because you're thinking you might not get it and you want it. Ow. Yeah. So, so just believe go in and know that, do you know what? I'm fucking smashing this, which is obviously super easy to say, ridiculously hard to do. Mm. But but you've got it. You've got it, Tito. It's it's in the bag. The interview is just, it's just formality. Go in, just give them that cheeky wink and a bit of a point. Yeah. So, uh, like, whip open the jacket and show them the ICU sticker that's stuck on your T-shirt. They'll know. They'll know. They'll know. Easy to, nah, I hope, I, I hope, you, you will smash it. And I, I, yeah, I hope they get back to you with the uh, the job offer 
expediently because, yeah, you deserve it. GG's, bud. Uh, Lord says, morning-ish. Um, uh, best of luck. You've got this. Yeah. Uh, Lake says, what does that say, babe? Hello? <laughs> I'm, I'm going to issue so too. I, ca I can't. I think I've tried to read that and butchered that before, Lake, so I'm not going to mention it. So, yeah. Good morning, Lake. <laughs> How are you doing? Uh, well, I kind of made that sound like a question. <laughs> Hello? <laughs> it turned uh -huh. into Tim the Tool Man Taylor. <laughs> uh, Tina was planning on being a responsible adult on Saturday, going to say happy birthday, then getting in early. I got in at 4 a.m. Oh, mistakes were made. <laughs> Yesterday was hungover and tiredness. I'm a crap adult. Uh, also, chat, no jokes about Bibby's hair. Don't watch you kicking off. About Bibby's hair? What's wrong with the syrup? I, I, I'm, I, confused. I, I'm, I'm confused. I don't get what's happening. I don't know. I've got a hat or something. Like, I know it's very rare that I don't wear a hat or anything like that, but I'm just... <laughs> I feel deeply offended if I'm being honest I don't know how to take it honestly we're all just being supportive of Tito he's got a job interview and he just lashes out oh yeah god <laughs> yeah. I'm say something really really mean now but I'm being the bigger man the much much bigger man I mean you've pretty much said what, it by, by, by saying you could have said it but not said it but it's fine it's fine <laughs> uh, Tito planning on being a responsible adult and then staying until 4am that sounds like a Wednesday night stream for me I'm going to finish at 10 done three streams <laughs> yeah. for insert coin this week 1am okay let's log it off yeah. uh, I'm absolutely going to be seen in the Discord is giant Twitch cup. I'm on 700 milliliters of coffee today. <laughs> no comment. No comment. Uh, oi, oi, JMK, good morning. Tears, man. Hey, how you doing? Uh, next gen base, good mornish. How you Hey, mornish. That is class. I like that one. I love that. Mornish. Hey. Just, I like how we just thought of that, me and you then, baby. That was cool, that, how we thought Absolutely, of that. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah. All by ourselves. Good, good, good smarts. I like it. Nice. Have you never seen the clip? How can she slap? I don't think I have. I don't think I have. I think that's new for me. Uh, I mean, I, I know the Will Smith's Oscar winning slap last night, but I just didn't, I didn't, I'd, I've not seen the clip. So I was like, I don't get the context. <laughs> Instinct, good morning. Oh, get it. Yeah, get it, get it, get it, get it. Uh, hello, lads. How are you doing? Better now you're here. Now you were here, we can begin the show. We're just waiting for you to drop in, dude. So, yeah, nice. Nice. Grab yourself a seat. Uh, I'm quietly confident my demo is looking good, although I had a panic attack when I looked at one part of it. You've got this. You've got this. Did you see Andrew Garfield in the audience texting the other Spider Man to see if Will, slip, uh, Will Smith slapped him in the universe too? <laughs> I, did, I did see Andrew Garfield like, like saying, scrolling Twitter, like meme, but I'd not seen that one. <laughs> did Will Smith just slap? Uh, what's his face in your. Oh, genius. Yes, yes, yeah, beautiful, beautiful. Um, how can she slap? I'm going to come back to that one. I'm not going to open up the stream because it's it's it'll it's Bing and it'll probably start trying to change my default browser and my default search engine and stuff like that. You know, you know, you know how Microsoft rolls. So I'll come back to that one. Um, it means good day, good day. Uh, uh, at least they're not asking you to swipe a card. Uh, pretty sure I'm, uh, I'm the bigger man and not in a good way, baby. <laughs> I like how we just thought of that. I mean, we did. GG's, babe. I mean, let's just, let you know, to honour our creativity that we just had, let's, I'm going to type this in the chat for us that we just made up. Monish! <laughs> well done, babe. Nailed it. Nailed it. <laughs> anyway, uh, we are not just here to steal the creative ideas of other people. We are here to talk about creative stories written by other people. See that? See that segue? That was beautiful. Uh, so we are going to lead with a story written by Jordan Midler at VGC, which talks about a potential new EU law that would force Apple to allow side loading of apps like 
Fortnite. So if you want to play Fortnite on your uh, on your iPhone, on your iPad, on your iFridge, i whatever, then then you can't. Sorry, I'm sorry, you just can't. But you might be able to soon, thanks to a new European law. Uh, elsewhere, Rockstar has launched a paid GTA online subscription called GTA Plus. See, Tito mentioned this to me when I was on on Saturday morning, briefly. Um, and I was like, surely this is fine-ish, five quid a month or whatever. But I did see it. there is quite a bit of negativity around this. So the article is just um, description rather than opinion. So we would like, if you guys play GTA or you have thoughts and opinions, particularly the opinion bit on that article, please do feel free to throw that in with us because I don't play enough GTA, uh, GTA to know whether it's bad or not. So if you do have opinions, feel free to throw them in. We will then talk about what's coming to PUBG throughout 2022. Uh, then we'll talk about Xbox Game Pass. One of the things I asked just last week, was does idea xbox do a lot for its independent developers and the reason i was talking about that was we were talking about the rocket league golf game and i was like ps plus doesn't give you access to all of the games in the world like game pass does but what it does is it puts the spotlight on a few games which is really good for exposure and then I, one of the questions i asked which it wasn't negatively charged was just i just don't know actually how successful idea xbox is in terms of um promoting developers giving them the spotlight well it turns out they do quite a bit for them as they have uh, sent them a shed load of cash and then finally we'll have a little story at the end that uh, talks about the source code for the original wipeout has been released so we'll, we'll jump through that one should we have enough time but for now bib have you played non-building uh, fortnite yet I genuinely haven't graham i haven't it's kind of annoying really i just don't, I haven't had the time same same so as if it came out in a fucking insert coin week i mean that that's only one extra stream uh but it changes the shape of the week for me completely so then then obviously mother's day and covid in the house and stuff so yeah, yeah. no 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 plus pubg new season pass god damn it anyway we'll talk about <laughs> Fortnite to kick things off as uh well I can show you in just a second now. There we go. Jordan Midler at VGC has this story. that says a potential new EU law would force Apple to allow sideloading of apps like Fortnite. Uh, the, uh, the subheading says the new act could come into force as early as this year. So Apple could be forced to allow users to install third-party apps outside of the App Store ecosystem under a new EU law. This would mean that games that are currently banned from the App Store, such as Epic's Fortnite, could theoretically be installed on Apple devices. The new ruling was included in the new Digital Markets Act, DMA, uh, which is reportedly close to being sworn into law following a provisional agreement of its conditions by EU Parliament and Council negotiators. In a statement emailed to The Verge, European Commission spokesperson Johannes Bach said, "We believe that the owner of a smartphone could have the freedom to choose uh, should have the freedom to choose how to use it. This freedom includes being able to opt for alternative sources of apps on your smartphone." Uh, "Quote with the DMA." A smartphone owner would still be able to enjoy safe and secure services of the default app store on their smartphones. On top of that, if a user so chooses, the DMA would allow a smartphone owner to also opt for other safe app stores. This would potentially open up the possibility of Apple users gaining access to the Google Play Store or sideloading apps without having to jailbreak or mod their Apple device. Apple would also be forced to allow developers to use the app store without using Apple's payment systems. 
It's, un- it's currently unclear when the law would come into effect if it's voted through EU Parliament, but The Verge understands that it could be as soon as October. Apple is likely to strongly oppose the move, having long held the opinion that any sideloading of third uh, third-party apps could seriously compromise the security of the iPhone platform, despite this practice being standard across other smartphone operating systems, most notably Android. For much of the last year, Apple... Okay, we, we don't need to go about the last year stuff. We're talking about what's happening right now. Uh, and right now, Apple could be forced to allow the sideloading of apps like Fortnite and more. What are your thoughts, babe? Do you not think that being forced to to open up your operating system is a bit bizarre? Like you are genuinely being forced to have other security uh, at risk security stuff being installed onto your OS. Like has it? I know this is talking about the App Store and Apple, but I, I don't know where the stand on other di- other operating sources. Like, are, they, are, are all the other operating sources having to go through this as well? Because I, this just feels like it's an attack on Apple, if I'm being honest. I think it would be. I think it it's, it would be a bit of both. I dropped my pen lid back in a second. <laughs> uh, it would be a case of um, it's primarily aimed at Apple because they are the biggest, obviously, that have this issue, so to speak. Um, uh, but it would then be applicable to everyone else. But nobody else has the same level of rigidity when it comes to uh, mm. systems. Um, and I, I was actually full on shower thoughts in this this morning. Um because I saw this headline floating around and I was I, uh, I was thinking about it, I was in the shower and it's one of those things like where it's like Apple have made their own thing and then now they've been told, okay, this is how you, you have to use your own thing within your own ecosystem. It's like, it's like you building a house uh, and then letting people into your house and because people like it so much that someone's telling you how you can operate within your house or how you should or shouldn't let people into your house, which... That's it's it's almost kind of like unsettling in that sort of way, but it's 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 my, that analogy that I've just given then in my shower thoughts. Uh, I kind of thought, well, that's probably a bit of a flawed analogy because that's what the Apple system was a couple of years ago. It was a house or a couple of houses that grew into an apartment block, but now it's beyond that. It's a, it's it's not even a full country. It's it's its own planet. Um, so they have strict authoritarian control over their planet for the good of themselves not the people within it so i do kind of feel like that it it, it is compromising apple's ecosystem and i'm 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 an apple user i've got an iphone sat here with an icu sticker on it obviously naturally uh mm-hmm. but um i i love the fact that my os when Apple doesn't strangle it to death, lasts forever in 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 that instance. My phone, I broke it the other week when I went to the gym. Don't do it. It's a trap. Leave it alone. Leave it alone. Mm-hmm. Um, but I then picked up my iPhone 7, which is five years old or something, and it was a bit slow and clunky, but it still did everything I needed it to. Uh, whereas I know people that will have... Huawei phones and be like, yeah, this is sick. And then two years into it, it's like it's got no battery life. It's slow. It's clunky. Operator system, none of the apps work, and this, that, and the other. And and most of the stuff on mine worked. So even like things like Twitter, which it was like, okay, we don't support this app. On it was Twitch. We don't support this app, but it still works for you. Um, like I kind of like that element. Whereas if you start to get the yeah. sideloading things, does that open it up to the potential that things start then to become? 
open to exploits, become slower, yeah. are ditched in favour of newer things. Hmm. What are your thoughts? I mean, I, I, way back when, I um, I mean, I don't even know if they still make them anymore, but I, do, they, I had an iPod Touch. I mean, it, they're sure they still make them right because you can have Spotify on them now. Um, <clears> but way back when I had the iPod Touch, brilliant device, loved it. Didn't I had an iPhone as well. I had the 3GS. That was a last and only ever iPhone I ever had, but I had the iPod Touch. Um, and I jailbroke that. And I also jailbroke my iPhone as well to be able to install apps. Like, does anyone remember like Cartoon HD and Popcorn Time and stuff like that, where you're able to watch all these films and things like that? But anyway, that was this is maybe ten years ago now. Um, I don't know whether or not you still can jailbreak them. I don't know if it's just as common on iPhones as it is now uh, as it used to be. I imagine so because the technology has advanced so much that you'd imagine it'd be a lot easier than what it was way back then. Um, but I still. As much, I'm an Android user and I sideload apps onto my phone all the time. All you need to do is just find the APK of the app that you want and you can install it. It's very much like running something on your PC. You find the EXE file, you're able to run and install it. You're good to go. I understand there is also always a risk in that and it's even shadowed by the fact that when you go to install something, you have to untick something in your phone to say, I want to allow third-party apps to be installed on my phone. That's how dangerous they can be. Luckily, I've never had anything on my phone that's potentially given my phone a virus or something like that. But I understand the risks that come with it. My my issue with this is then being forced to open it up because they're, if they're forcing um, their operating system to be opened up, the, it, it, the book will not stop with Apple. It will. Does that mean that the PlayStation OS will have to be opened up? Does that mean that the Xbox OS will have to be opened up again? Because famously, they got rid of USB support for a lot of things, which is why you never see an option files for um, Xbox One Pro Evo. Like, where does it stop with this? Because Apple is probably one of the, if not the biggest company in the world, and they're now having their entire operating source being ripped apart and being told that you have to do this. Like, where does it stop from there? I think it's a bit of a joke, and it's definitely a massive risk. Um, for a very small amount of people that probably will be in, uh, in, installing side-loaded uh, side apps. Like, I imagine people buy iPhones nowadays not just for the fact that they probably had one previously, but it's very simple in it. It's a very simple UI. It's easy to get older. If I give this to someone, if I give an iPhone to someone who wasn't technically savvy, I imagine they will be able to work their way around it in a couple of hours. Whereas Android, because there's so unlimited functionalities with them, you can... It is easy, but if you want to take that advanced part of it, you can go into USB debugging and stuff like that and, do, again, do the sideloading us. But for all intents and purposes, an iPhone is very easy to get used to. A child can do it. Does that? I can't imagine the percentage of people wanting to sideload apps will increase massively. So they're making a massive change for probably... Well, they're not getting any return, are they? Because they're bypassing the entire iTunes store. So if they want to be able to install a game on there that you don't have to use their store and then for them to be able to make money, you can just start. That's exactly what the Fortnite thing was about. Um, so I, I, it's a dangerous precedent to potentially be setting, in my personal opinion. See, I, I, I don't think it's dangerous. I think it's it's actually long overdue in some instances. I think I think Fortnite doing it for the right reasons was bullshit. I think that was PR spin. They wanted it because they wanted a bigger share of money, and I do feel that they were doing it for the right reasons. Um, laws change or should change uh, as times change, and times changing is behaviors changing. Um, 
people don't necessarily go down to uh, people used to go to individual shops and then they became supermarkets and then they became malls and now they become digital storefronts and then digital storefronts are being replaced by first party platforms where uh, providers say actually you don't just get it from us you, you it used to be a case of supermarkets would be like okay we'll sell food and then we'll add some clothes on and we'll add some electronics on and we'll do mobile phones within the supermarkets and you can get your currencies within there and all the rest of stuff because they wanted to get you in and they give you discounts and, and stuff to make you in so that they could amortize their profits across and basically sell you a lot of stuff to keep them making profit. Whereas it's gone past that now to the point where, ah, okay, you realize that we are the only ones that can do this for you now. You are a captive audience. Um, you can't go anywhere else. We have a monopoly on your purchasing. Um, and with so much stuff transitioning into uh, platform providers. So um, obviously you watch Netflix and you can pay for it through your phone. You you subscribe to someone on Twitch, you pay for it through your phone. I mean, I, mean, I don't, to be fair, but I'm just saying, just obviously you, for the consistency, I'll keep going that. You, you download apps, you can pay for it through your phone. You get Disney Plus, you can pay for it through your phone. Suddenly they're taking all of their money in there. And then if, if that becomes your only place of consuming that content, they have the option to go, actually, do you know what? 30% profit is not good enough for us. We want 40%. Actually, we'll take 50%. And that doesn't then stop with Disney and Netflix yeah. and with everyone else. They go, okay, well, you're taking an extra 20%. We're putting our prices up by that margin as well for the end user. Mm -hmm. So we then start paying more. So the option of opening those systems up um, from a hardware perspective and an individual user perspective, as you mentioned, there definitely are concerns. But as a wider industry, industry thing, I feel like it's it's actually relatively quicker than I expected. I expected this stuff to, to be years down the line before we started having these yeah. conversations. Just saying, we force you to open and sideload, that's that's quite a, a scary headline because that's like yeah. a... That, where does... Where does that stop? You so so, <laughs> and and then that means you get all the sort of security worries and things like that. There would have to be concerns, and I think that's where Apple will instantly go back. So they're saying this could be as soon as October. I don't think it will be because we saw Apple get told that they had to sort something out within three months in the Apple versus Fortnite case, and then actually counter offer. Okay, we'll put that back by a year. Badoosh. Um, so I think Apple definitely won't lie down on this. I do see it, it getting through, even after Apple's uh, complaints and stuff. I think the only concerns would be um, how to address that in a way that only verified sources of sideloading or whatever becomes available. But then who's verified? Apple's verified, which is a big mega conglomerate that can take all your money. Google's verified, which is a big mega uh, conglomerate that can take your money. And then probably App, uh, Amazon and Epic and things like that. So the mega conglomerates are the only ones that are allowed to take your money. We're still in the same situation. So I don't think it'd stop there. I think that's what Apple will probably go, oh, we need to make sure that if we're letting people in, they're vetted. Um, but that's when you'll years down the line you probably start getting those sort of like those dodgy yeah you you just you just you know give us 50 grand and we'll get you vetted status or whatever and you'll get these companies going 50 grand okay for dodgy apps that rip the crap out of people's digital wallets we can make that in 45 minutes so yeah of course we'll give you 50 grand we are legitimate developer ish yeah. uh no 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 so yeah i like this for future proofing and protecting consumers i don't like this as a user that has the potential of my devices being opened up 
Do I expect it to change anything in the next 12 months? I absolutely don't. As soon as October, I think, yeah, all right, course me. We will see. I, I don't even think it'll be here for next October, but we will see. We will see. Uh, jumping back to oh, the comments. Can... Oh, sorry. Sorry what you're saying. Can you, uh, can, you, can you watch IPTV stuff on your phone now? Uh, iPhones. Do you have apps for it? I don't know, if I'm honest. I don't know. I... I, I would assume not, but I could be completely wrong. So we'll go, yeah, there is uh, something else. Uh blah app or whatever. Um but yeah. I, I don't I don't know. Um I assumed I couldn't, so just just didn't. I know that I have issues with just things like streaming video footage from my phone to my TV. Uh I can't just because Apple has screen mirroring. So I can if I'm watching something yeah. on my phone, I can do screen mirroring to my Apple TV which will then allow me to watch it on my TV. Um, but because my Apple TV is about a 1,000 years old, quite often just shits the bed, doesn't work. And that doesn't necessarily work with all things. Apple's super protective codecs, which are purely to protect me as a user and not to, to protect their profits at all. <laughs> Bullshit. Uh, will go, actually, this, brow- this video that we're allowing you to watch in your f- a browser on your phone, which is perfectly safe for that on your phone, when you try to mirror that to your device, ah, this doesn't work. And it's like, because you know that I could buy that film or whatever on Apple TV and you don't want it to work that way. So... So there is screen yeah. mir- mirroring and, and, and all sorts of compatibility issues. So for exa- another example is if I want to watch Twitch on my kitchen TV, which is a Samsung, um, there isn't a Samsung Twitch app for the TVs anymore. So I either have to sideload one onto my TV or use my Xbox, which I do in the living room, but in the kitchen, where the TV's up on the wall and there's no shelves or anything to put in here, but I have to have a different app called Tubio, um, which is basically like another web browser, and that allows me to to, to cast to my uh, TV screen because Apple, the phone that I'm doing it from, which is the hardware that's allowing me to send it to that TV, doesn't allow me to do it directly itself because it's stupid. So sideloading and getting stuff into it, there is definitely restrictions with apple uh, with apple that that would i would love to see yeeted that are too restrictive and that are purely for apple's benefit but it would also break down a lot of the walls of security too yeah yeah um okay comments see what people saying um oh no I'm, i'm all the way back up to the bit where t does job interview uh where did we get to I know you can sideload apps on Android, but I ain't doing that too risky, uh, says Tito. See, I probably would do, um, but I probably the thing is, I'd probably be fine. You you are fine until you make that mistake, and once you make that mistake, you only need to make it once, and it could be um, like ransomware or malware or spyware related, or it could just be you open up something that just bricks your phone, kind of thing. You will you you're fine until you make that mistake, and most people are fine. They, they will sideload apps. You go to trusted sites where you download trusted apps and it's job's good. But it's, it's always that, if I can just, this app usually costs me like five quid. If I can just get the, I'll just get that one for free. Just that one for free. And and, and and then all it takes is that that little bit of getting something for free. That's where people will just stick that one thing in that could do it. So I probably, if I had, a, I mean, I, I jailbroke my iPhone 3GS, which was the worst mistake I ever made because it made my phone slow as fuck. And I've never jailbroken my phone <laughs> since then because it's just not, not. What I got out of jailbreaking it just didn't, the benefits didn't outweigh the potential cost for it. So I've never jailbroken my phone since because most of the stuff I need and use and want, I can either do through my phone or I can do with a little bit of 
annoyance through different methods, which is just better than getting a lot of annoyance from my phone being crap. So, yeah. Anyway, uh, most people don't know the risks associated with viruses and Trojans. Will be interesting as Apple historically are good at protecting their ecosystem. I agree with that massively. Apple's ecosystem is incredibly well protected because it's frustratingly well protected <laughs> at the same time. Uh, I've had my P20 Pro for four years. Battery is crap, but it's still a beast. My camera beats any new ones. I hate Trump for nerfing Huawei. Um, yeah, by the way, when I said who I was break after um, uh, whatever years, when I was talking generically, that was me not wanting to say Android specifically. I would try to pick a different word because I didn't want to start an Android versus Apple debate because I don't care. <laughs> but yeah. but I just meaning like some Android-based phones do go kaput. I know mates who, uh, mate who's had uh, Samsungs, uh, top-of-the-line Samsungs, which have just gone... After HGC like... was the worst for me. Was it? HTC was the absolute worst. Like Huawei was fantastic. The only reason I ended up moving to Pixel was because Huawei got in trouble with the rest of the world um, for the China's spying stuff. So they shut down the entire Google system on it. So you could access your Gmails on the, the newer phones. I think the, the P30 Pro was the one that I just had. Or was it the P40 Pro? I can't remember. It might have been P30 Pro. It was whichever the, the last P was. Um, that's the one that I had that was the last one that had the Google storefront on it. And then once you get rid of the Google storefront, it's a, it's a completely different operating system. You can't access anything. You probably could be able to sideload some stuff, but not being able to just go into the Play Store and download whatever you want. If you can't find it there, then having to sideload it is just exactly what I'm used to. And I imagine the rest of the Android world is used to too. So that's when I kind of thought, you know what, I'm not giving you any more money. But that for that... That phone was two and a half years old, and it still runs and purred like an absolute dream. The camera was phenomenal on it as well. Um, again, I would have had whichever was the newest Huawei phone right now if they didn't already get done um, and have the whole of the Google operating system removed from it. So it's, it's a shame, but it is what it is. Like if, you, if you're getting your operating system ripped apart, which is kind of goes hand in hand with what we're saying here, if you're having your operating system butchered to fit somebody's narrative or to to accommodate a new law then that's when things start to potentially go sideways and people may end up walking away from it exactly what i did case in point with the huawei stuff and why i've moved to i mean android is still winning because obviously i'm on now android i've just moved providers i've just moved manufacturers i'm still an android um but I, i'm very very interested to see in two years time well whenever this case goes and then two years after that, where the iPhone sits, because I reckon it's going to be a completely different platform than what you're looking like now. I imagine the UI might look the same, but underneath the bonnet is going to be something completely different. It'd be interesting to see how it how it goes for users. Will that mean a lot of that? Apple users go, do you know what? Fuck it. If I'm, if it's got Android elements, I might as well go to Android. Or will Android users go, oh, if I can sideload, then I prefer the hardware or whatever, or I want that whole ecosystem, but now I know I can do my cool stuff on the side. Because that's a lot of things. A lot of people go, I don't like the restrictions. I like iPhones. or I like, I'd like, i like the idea that it all works well together with everything else and, and so on. Um, I just don't like being so locked in. That's often what you hear people say, that or something similar. I want to be able to use my own apps i want to use a bluetooth controller on my phone which obviously you can do now and stuff like that but yeah. but um it'd be interesting to see whether people go well there's no point if there is no exclusivity or whether people go okay now there is no exclusivity there is a point i'd be interested to see which way it goes because it could it could it might not go either way it might just stay relatively the same but but yeah it'd be good to see um uh, i remember those apps bidet <laughs> 
<laughs> that's not a typo. JMK absolutely meant to call you Biddy there. Uh, yeah, I know, I get it. Uh, I use an Android tablet now instead of my old phone to watch sports slash shows slash TV slash movies online. All legitimately paid for, obviously. Guaranteed. <laughs> uh, David says all OSs are going to be covered by uh, the act eventually. It's primarily aimed at the big companies from keeping down the smaller companies, which is where I think, like I say, I, I think it should it should be in that sort of sense. My worries, though. Bits do- in it! Bits in it! Drew, thank you very much for the bit, dude. Good after morning. How are you doing? How are you doing? Um, yeah, I do think I do think it, it, it needs to be there. It's a conversation that needs to be had in terms of protecting people. But... The concerns are, like, that fits in a smartphone conversation more than it does in a console conversation. And it's still, it's a very similar conversation, but they are, the subtle differences are quite larger for me. So in terms of if you want to be on a PlayStation platform as a developer, you develop for PlayStation. If you want to be on an Xbox platform, you develop for Xbox and, and so on. Whereas smartphone developers, there isn't, like such clear niches. If you go to Xbox, you know you've got the Game Pass consideration. If you go to PlayStation, you know you've got wider user bases and, and, and PS Plus considerations. You go to Steam, PC, there's all sorts of different considerations. Epic Game Store, uh, whereas mobile developers, when we covered it last year, it was a case of you have to choose the majority of the market for app developers is through the iOS uh, system. It's pretty much you have to go into the app store, you have to sacrifice 30% of your profits forever, and there is no other option. You try and make an app outside of that, you're going to fail. So that fits the smartphone market a bit more. But when it, if that is then deployed across all things, what do we start getting sideloaded Game Pass on PS Plus, on PlayStation consoles, does that become a thing? Because yeah, you just you just install on the Play Store on your on your PS Five. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's fucking. I Call of Duty Mobile on my PS Five. <laughs> but but even that though, it's like, oh, do I do I do I pay for? Um, I can't even think of a game that came out. Like, but there's been a few games. Back for Blood. Do I pay for Back for Blood on my PS Five, or do I just get it through Game Pass and play that on my PS Five instead? And it's just like. Right. So yeah, it has huge con- uh, concerns once we step away from the mobile markets in terms of uh, different markets. I do like the fact that it's protecting users and taking the power away from restrictive systems because we are beyond the point of an Apple ecosystem just being Apple's ecosystem. That is the world's ecosystem. But PlayStation and stuff like that, I think is still a little bit different. So wide sweeping changes to protect some might not be right for the other, which is which is where my concerns come into it. Um, on Xbox, I can buy voucher codes on other sites. Can you do that on PlayStation-ish? Yes, you can through like CD keys and, and G2A and things like that. Um, not always legit uh, in the fact that some of them have been like dodgy credit card stolen. Someone's bought a shitload of keys and then resold those keys at a fraction of the price to get... It's basically money laundering for the card theft dudes, which then puts the money onto the developers-ish. Not always, uh, but but that does exist. Um but you can do you can do just not as it's just not it's not very widespread like on pc there's always codes on PC, uh, P, uh, playstation not always codes um and that could just be store credit right through to games themselves they might be there might not be there uh, as far as i'm concerned apple deserve it after one of the internal messages were leaked saying they could work with third party cross platform messaging apps but how uh, will we get mum and dad to buy their kids iPhones instead of a cheaper phone yeah but is that is that legit and if that's that that is legit, I always take that shit with a pinch because because that's people just saying the true conversations behind doors that's been leaked. Do I believe that that someone in a different 
organization is saying something completely different. Do I fuck? Yeah. Do I fuck? <laughs> They're all faceless conglomerates that want to take yeah. all of your money. They just don't want to be seen saying that. And Apple have, if that is true. So yeah, I, I always say that stuff with a pinch because because do I do I do I want to support this brand that I feel passionate about? No, I want a phone that works. So I don't they don't have loyalty to me and I don't have loyalty to them. I mean obviously some people do, but but yeah. Anyway, we'll put a pin in this because we are taking a bit too long. So what's IPTV, Kappa? No idea. Uh, P30 was the last one with Google Play services. P40 didn't. Uh, now they've split the Honor and Huawei brands as Honor aren't subject to the ban, but for some reason their software implementation was shit, despite the phones being identical hardware, like literally. Uh, it's just like, we know how to do this better than you. No, you don't. No. Um, it's like when you used to get Sony Ericsson's and stuff, pre the days of iPhones, and you'd get Sony Ericsson on O2, um, and then you'd get it on Orange, and Orange would just go, it's the same phone, we've just added bloatware. And it's like, why? <laughs> it's slow as fuck. No. Um, don't make the mistake thinking iPhone's apps are safe. They have had legit apps hacked and go unnoticed for months, as well as dodgy apps. Yeah, yeah any, any software system. Uh, uh, still with the Fortnite, we're just finishing up now, Like uh, Most places have stopped selling full game cards now. Uh, yeah, that, there was there was changes, weren't there? A few, I want to I want to say a few months. It could be a few years now. Lockdown life, I don't know. Where some games stopped being allowed to be sold from first parties, but then there was a, a, like G two A had a big thing about selling full games. Uh, so G two A had a had a they, they were the one that was signaled out as having massive issues for selling dodgy keys um but have made huge changes as far as i'm aware in terms of tackling that so it could be a ggs i don't quite know what the situation sits out with that but anyway uh something that could be a ggs but might not be a ggs depending if you've got a different opinion uh which i asked you for is gt uh, gta G G G G2a yes not g not gta it's g2a this one yeah grand two auto uh so rockstar launches a paid gta online subscription called gta plus coming exclusively to Xbox Series X and S versions. This is written by Matt Perslow at IGN, and it says Rockstar has announced GTA Plus, a new subscription service for Grand Theft Auto Online. It will only be available for the PS5 and the Xbox Series X and S versions of the game and will launch on March the 29th. That's tomorrow. So GTA Plus will cost $5.99 per month. That's in dollars. I don't know what it's like in pounds. Uh, Obviously, probably going to be exactly the same because pounds and dollars are the exact same thing to most video game yep. companies. Uh... So it will cost five ninety nine per month, and will provide subscribers with a recurring monthly bank deposit of five hundred thousand GTA dollars, ensuring players have plenty of cash to spend in uh, in the online open world. There will also be a wide range of members' bonuses, uh, including exclusive properties, vehicles, upgrades, discounts, and cash slash RP bonuses. Uh, Rockstar also mentions uh, that there will be the ability to unlock gameplay updates that you may have missed out on, suggesting previously time limited content. May be accessible with GTA Plus. The first month of GTA Plus will span March the 29th through to April the 27th and will provide the following content. Um, do you know, I'm not going to go through that list. I did go through previously. You'll get cash, cars, vehicles, access to properties, fees that you might have to spend in other stuff in-game uh, dropped and all sorts of other stuff. If you do want to see it, we can share the link to the article. Uh, additionally, GTA Plus members can purchase members-only shark cards that come with extra bonus cash. These are purchasable from the PS Store or Microsoft Store on on top of the headline content, each month we'll see a variety of exclusive rewards for GTA Plus subscribers to claim. These can be found at stores on the GTA online web browsers such as Legendary Motorsport, House Special Works, Maze Bank Foreclosures, and 
dock tease. Uh, anyway, anyway. Um, we will stop there. We don't have to go through the recap bit at the end. But GTA Online uh, has a paid subscription service, $5.99 a month called GTA Plus. What are your thoughts, Bib? I feel like I would be a hypocrite if I said that this is horrendous. And I'll tell you for why. So... Those of you that have been around here long enough will know that I am a massive old sports online fan. I don't know why, but it's probably never even been said in Phoenix Nights, but you gave me full Phoenix Nights vibes. That I'll tell you for why. <laughs> it, was the, it, why. <laughs> it was the pause, and I'll tell you for why. Okay, sorry, continue. It was a, it was a Gavin and Stacey reference. <laughs> but yeah, I'll, I'll tell you for why, Graham, because, again, for those of you that maybe new around here, I'm a massive old scrolls online fan. And Elder Scrolls Online, if you buy the base game, uh, or any of the expansion packs for that matter, um, you can play that with no cost. So you buy whichever version of ESO that you want. Uh, so if you buy the 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 original one, just the Tamriel Unleashed, you don't get any of the DLCs. You just can play that game. So you pay £10 for that, you can play that game until your heart's content, no online fees or anything like that. If you then go and buy the Greymoor expansion pack you'll get all five of the previous dlcs included as well as the Greymore expansion pack so you get six games essentially with that on top of that if you wanted to just buy the tamriel unleashed the original base version of that game and then you wanted to pay 10 pound a month for eso plus you then get all of the expansions i think it's 500 coins new mounts um, more more furniture to put into your house that you can buy and stuff like that for as long as you carry on paying your subscription. So you could pay £10 for Ontario Unleashed, then £10 for every month that you want to continue playing that game and you get all the most common up-to-date stuff. I think that's brilliant because you, play how, you, you pay for how long you play. You're not paying £90 and then £10 a month like you do with World of Warcraft. In fact, World of Warcraft may be even more expensive than that. I'm basing that off of a conversation that I had with Mike and Willis 14 years ago when they were playing World of Warcraft every single day of their lives. It was £10 then, so it could well be £14 now. I'm not too sure, but I, I can't say that ESO is good value for money and then this isn't. Because for what GTA Online has given you over the last eight or nine years with that being the most pop one of the most popular games that's out there there's a handful of games that are as popular as grand theft auto is now and a lot of them are probably a lot newer than what this is so if you wanted to pay six pound a month and then you get extra content on top of the, the 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 game that you are playing and let's not forget gta online is free now if you're on playstation if you've never played it before and i don't know how you would have missed this you've got the ability to be able to play gta online for free £6 a month and then you can play all of this stuff. I understand it's just another subscription service within a video game which has got extremely bad press over the last couple of years because of the benefits that have been given to people when they paid for a subscription. But this should not be... In my opinion, as someone who has played a lot of ESO and does pay for their monthly subscription and things like that to get the extra stuff, I'm getting bang for my buck. That £10 is giving me much more enjoyment out of most £60 games I have had over the last three years. And that, I, I will say that with my chest. Like, There's a lot of games I have played over the last three or four years that have been 
not anywhere close to the value of that £60. They probably should have been £20. They should have been on the sale bin next to the kiosk as I'm going to buy a decent game. Another copy of Skyrim or something like that, do you know what I mean? <laughs> so it's I, I, for, the, for £6 a month for the stuff that you're getting here, I think is very good value for money. Take with that how you think a subscription service should be with a game. If you already hate subscription services, this will do absolutely nothing for you. But for the bang and book that you are getting, sorry, the bang that you're getting for your bucks with this, I think I think it's decent if you are a GTA online player and you play nothing else, £6 a month for this with what you get is stupidly good value. But again, it's each to their own. If you don't like these subscription services, you'll hate it. Even if you do play GTA, you probably won't do it out of spite. But again each to their own there's a lot of games that people play that i can't stand um but they'll spend stupid amounts of money in it and i think that's ridiculous so yeah if, it, around about so if, if there is anyone that has any negative opinions in the chat on this obviously do feel free to speak up just because we aren't necessarily being negative ourselves doesn't mean that anyone else can't be that's the beauty of this mm -hmm. show we allow people to have their own opinions and then we take the piss out yes. of you and make you feel stupid no don't really. we don't really <laughs> we don't really uh but yeah we so, because uh, I have seen quite a few negative posts on this, and I don't know whether that's just a negative backlash to subscription services and having to pay something monthly for a game that is free uh, that, that that I paid full price for. Obviously, not GTA Online as such, because that's free-ish. But 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 uh, like I don't know, I don't know where that comes from, and I didn't do any digging into it to see. Sorry, I've got I keep touching my nose because I've got I feel like I've got a hair or something on my nose. So I keep, if you see me keep grabbing it's it, hair, it's hair. It's hair. <laughs> uh, I've actually just seen at the bottom of the art. Uh, September 30th, 2013, this game came out. Wow. I know. That is outrageous. <laughs> Nearly a year old, man. And is, is that oh, part of it? You want me to subscribe to a game that's 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 like nearly a decade out? Yeah. Nah. Give, me, give me GTA 6, God. Is it is it that? Because for me, it's 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 past being that PS3 game that came out 10 years ago, nearly. It's it's um a live service, fully evolving beast. So GTA Online is not what GTA Online when it uh, was when it first started. The amount of things that bridge off of that, the amount of communities, the amount of content creation hubs, the amount of side industries that have come off the back of this um, is like, it's a world away from what GTA would have expected. So having another way of taking a piece of that pie. Is that, is that really a bad thing? Um, Next Gen Base says, GTA Online is free on PS5, so fair enough, although I'm still not a fan. Charging and uh, banging this additional on is mental. They're already making money hand over fist with microtransactions. That won't stop. And they're putting this on top of it. But does this not... Yeah. Does, does, does this that, not, they give it away for free then? Like I said, <laughs> does, where is it? Where? Does this not count as some of that microtransaction stuff, though? Because, I, I mean, I don't know how it works. I know that that's one of those... So when I when I had it first mentioned to me on Saturday, I think it was either Lake or Tito. Someone mentioned that the, that it's coming in. And I was like, Fortnite has the Fortnite Club or whatever it's called, which is a monthly thing. It did get paused. I don't know if it got paused en entirely or what. Um, but that was a case of they give you V-Bucks every month and then they give you the... Um, the battle pass as well. So if you've paid for the battle pass and then you get your Fortnite club subscription, they give you the money back for the battle pass. As in like, oh, this is one of your member yeah. benefits. There you go. Um, plus they give you an exclusive skin every month. Um, and the idea is that like, it costs you your five quid, 10 quid, whatever it is. I don't know what, what figure it is. Um, but kids that might be throwing money down every month to get something new, something different to pay for the pass, this and the other, that way they've, they are doing that, but then they get, 
more. So if you if you spend a bit, then it's good value because you get a bit back for cheaper. If you spend a lot, then it's kind of irrelevant. If you spend nothing, then it's kind of irrelevant. So it speaks to those people that aren't aren't the the cash whales, but they aren't the I don't want to say this as a negative way because this is me more often than not freeloaders. Um, they are the ones that spend a bit and and but are committed to a game. So five quid a month for people that are committed uh, committed to a game and getting half a million a month and extra properties and stuff. I don't see it as a bad thing if it, if it if it's optional. And that's the thing with the Fortnite Club option is it is it was an option. I don't know anyone that actually used it. Although I did see, obviously, people using their, their skins in games, so clearly some people were using it. But most people that I know that that were just... I'm playing Fortnite because it's what, what I'm playing right now. It's not necessarily something that I wanted to commit to for the long term. But if you're eight years, nine years into GTA, you're probably in it for the long term. So so yeah. for me, at that point in time, I'd probably be thinking, do you know what, I play this all the time. If I'm getting something that's going to give me new functions to build my... 20 member deep crew or whatever and help with my drug running stuff and whatever but it's probably a decent enough thing but that's to say i don't have enough to know how that trickles down into it is it just a cash grab or does it offer you a legitimate alternative i don't know um there's a there's a there's a stick in there to beat it with as jmk has put We've had no El- we've had no Skyrim since 2012, I think the last one was out. But we've had a patch for ESO pretty much every single year, whereas we've had no GTA now since 2013. And they would just keep on getting GTA Online stuff, which, again, if you look at how many people are playing Grand Theft Auto, how many is still in the charts for being sold now since 2013, for fuck's sake. Like, this game... Is probably bigger and will outlive most AAA games that are out there now. And I know we keep on ending up saying this, but it just is. It's one of the biggest. It might not necessarily be your favorite Grand Theft Auto game of all time, but it is most certainly one of the biggest enterprises there probably ever will be in video games. Like there will never be a game that has been in the charts for as long as this has. And now it's just gone free to play for the online segment. It's now been ported over to the third next gen console. So it's just one of those things that will just outlive. But I know people don't like subscription stuff and people will not want to spend money on stuff that they think they should get for free. And I think that's what it comes down to. Like because because apparently they make billions, which they do, let's be honest, they got the shell, the seller shark cards within the game. People say, well, they've made a load of money. Why aren't we getting it for free then? Like it, games do not work like that. We've seen enough of the media doesn't work like that. Like Endgame made millions, billions at the box office. Does that mean that you get to go and watch the next film for free because you paid your fifteen pounds to go and watch it for the last film? Like I understand people do not want to release any more money for something that they've already paid for, but after ten years, nearly ten years, and the amount of content that they're giving you, it's not as if they've just given you one piece of content every year. They're giving you like four, five, maybe even six pieces of content a year for Grand Theft Auto Online. I, I, I don't I, I I think it's superb value for money and I think that's the hill that I will die on with this but I mean, if you don't then that's absolutely fine I mean there's the thing that like t- uh, let's do, actually run back through the comments it does count as some of the microtransactions but either bin those off or have them this just smacks of we want all your money okay thanks but but then again like in terms of value this this 
could stop some people with the general microtransactions or it could assist people that are already playing microtransactions. I know I sound like a, a corporate press release when I'm saying that, but like it did mention in the article that there are discounts for those that do buy shark cards. So if you are spaffing money into it willy-nilly anyway, then getting into a subscription could make that cheaper for you. Just like people that throw lots of money into... Uh, foot on fifa that you if you what's what it is it ea plus give you discounts on on buying foot EA points play. or ea play or whatever um so so in that sort of way um uh just not a fan of it in general but then i don't play it same and that's the thing that's my issue is i don't know like this could there is a very fine line between being greedy as feck and being in, incredibly useful with with this sort of stuff and that's the same sort of approach that we have <coughs> excuse me to nfts there's a there's a fine line between absolute disaster and not as much of a disaster. I mean, somewhere over there, there's probably they are, they are actually useful and decent. We haven't quite figured that bit out yet, but but yeah. So so it, it, you can have something that could be great for some people and terrible for others at the same time. And I don't know how 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 many are are on each side of that divide not being a regular player. Uh, honestly, I feel this late in the game, it's milking its players. My my see, I don't think though this late in the game, it's not late in the game for a lot of players though. Like yeah. there's there are RP players it's just as good now as it was originally, like, if not better. The the amount of content that you're getting now is way more than the, the than the original game. So uh, just because it's been out for ten years, you could fucking out. Where does Warcraft sit with that? Then where does RuneScape sit with that? Games I think, that have been out for twenty years. Yeah, I think that. I think that would apply if it had a fledgling user base left, but it it grows. I think that's the yeah. thing. The, the, because the user base is growing, I wouldn't really say it's milking. I would say it's probably the finding the, the most opportune or the best way of monetizing them. Monetizing your audience is what every product has to do. Um, it's just finding the best way of doing that. And and nobody could have predicted online environments like GTA has was three generations ago. No one could have predicted that this one would have lasted that long. I bet their internal things were like, yeah, we'll play GTA Online and then we'll stop, turn it off in two years' time and we'll launch GTA Online 2. Uh, and and suddenly they're like two years into it thinking, fuck, this is going to live forever. <laughs> um, Why shouldn't it? Why shouldn't it though? Because the, the the stuff is the reason why people are still there is obviously because of the RP stuff as well. Like, like we've just completely disregarded that, but because it's something that's additional to the content that's already there. But GTA Online is just as popular as it has ha ever been. There's more people playing that now than it has ever been. So I, I I don't feel like they are being grubby in my personal opinion. Like Next Gen Base says, I, at, at what point should should they just stopped of handing anything out? Should they not have? So should they have stopped creating content for this ages ago and just left it to die? Or should they have continued to make it one of the most enjoyable experiences there has probably been in video games? I mean, and I know that sounds a contradictive statement because I I probably haven't played it as much as I probably should have done, but it's it's I'm I'm speaking probably on behalf of a lot of people, all the thousands and millions of people that are doing it now. Like should they have left it to die, Graham? Yeah, absolutely. Give up on it. It's, worth, it's, not, it's not worth it. Nah, no, I, I, I don't I, like the grubby statement. That's what I feel. Like. That's what I have a problem with because I generally don't think that there have been. I think it's it's kind of like it's it's a live service game now. This isn't just cashing in on those that bought the game for the story. They've played that game once, twice, three times now potentially, and given up on it. Um, this is for the people that want the live service content and. <laughs> Live service content does still need to be funded in different ways. Yeah. Um, so you can either do that through short-term passes 
buy your PUBG pass for eight quid, and that's it. That's you pay, uh, playing for the next three months, but you get what you get, and it is what it is. Or you can spend five quid a month and get more, um, which is what this is. So I don't... It, I'm probably not going to buy it, but I don't yeah. have an issue with the sentiment behind it. Like I say, once again, uh, we will put a pin in this now, though, because we don't have the intricacies to be able to, to look at this on a granular level, whether it mm. unweights certain things. The concept, oh, well, I, I don't... Like I have. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, I, the concept, I don't mind. I don't mind the concept of another subscription service because, because I, I have plenty of subscription services. Some of them I probably pay for and don't get my money out of, like Disney+. Plus. But then at certain times of the year, then I will pay for and absolutely do get my money out of. And I will spend more per month for Disney+, Plus than I would on GTA. But uh, GTA gives me something to interact with every month and gives me new stuff every month, whereas Disney+, Plus. I will get the Mandalorian and then I'll get a couple of months off and then I might get another Marvel series and a couple of months off and there might be a, a family film that I'll watch that I probably wouldn't have paid for, but it's there and I'm paying for it, so I'll watch that anyway kind of thing. So, yeah, I, I'm, I'm not against it. Um, this doesn't sound like they're adding new content, uh, though, for the money, just recycling content. Uh, so does it warrant the £6 a month? I mean, uh, they're not adding new content. If you play GTA Online... Getting the revenue, getting the money is one of the biggest content drivers. So giving access to half a million per month for a lot of people is content. Um, getting access to properties. It, a lot of the game is building. It's like it's like Second Life. Get yourself a nice car. Get yourself a nice property. If I can get a property that you can't, then that as a GTA player is a big pull for me. So that is content. Um, and then there was all of the previous bits of content. You're saying recycling content, but you don't just go, oh, we'll just, we'll just throw the diamond heist back on or whatever. There will be a lot of development to bring that back in and have that as something that's consistently there, but not the main part of the story. So that is recycling but that's a value added one it's a case of okay that we don't have to develop that from scratch it probably will need some things tweaking to work on the ps5 or xbox series x maybe i don't know if there's specific animations or, or cutscenes or whatever so that there will be some budget that will be needed for that but but we can we can amortize the cost of that and give that to them as a benefit for that function people that would have wanted to have played it will have played it in the past um and they're probably the same people that would pay for a subscription if they want to go back and pay for it again so not everyone's going to need this so we can make that as, as an addition i don't i, I don't it's mind that either as well this game is a console seller for people like people who would have only been playing graphics or on the playstation 4 would have bought a playstation 5 just for this like fifa there's a lot of people that will just only play fifa there's a lot of people that will only play uh, call of duties and people that will buy a playstation 5 for playing a playstation 4 version of PUBG. i uh, um, bought an xbox to play PUBG, <laughs> so yeah <laughs> but these are games that people will just buy consoles for so if they got the opportunity to be able to pay pay more and get more then yeah i think that i, I think that those are probably a lot more in the majority than they are in the minority um, but again, I'm speaking on behalf of people that probably will never even hear this and that probably will never hear their uh, their impressions. Obviously, we are in a very small echo chamber with this podcast and on the internet itself. And we've got various different opinions, which is fantastic for a video game show to have people with various different opinions. I it's mean, fantastic for us. 
we can keep on clipping it and they're putting it on, to, on it, social media. And go, it would be stupid. These guys. Are. It would <laughs> be. Uh, you're allowed your own opinion as long as when we finish, you all agree with us. Then at the end, you're allowed <laughs> to come with your own opinions, but then you must think in the same one of. No, no, I'm joking. Uh, JMK does have a good closing comment to wrap up on that one, though. He says, uh, "I suppose it's up to each person themselves to decide if they want to spend their money on these subscriptions slash microtransactions. If they think it's value for money, they will continue to buy them. They aren't forcing people to buy them, and you can still play normally without them. And that is what it reads as to me. It's just another way of not not spending money for me uh, because I don't I haven't spent a single penny on GTA online at all I haven't yeah. bought anything apart from the game um so yeah maybe <laughs> you are Twitch do that. I've been doing like drops, aren't they? Where you can just uh, it's the loot stuff where you oh, yeah. just get a million pound just for doing the Twitch, uh, just for being a Twitch Prime subscriber. Thank you. I mean, six million in the bank. Yeah, I've redeemed those. I haven't played the game once though, so I've probably redeemed them and expired. <laughs> Fuck. Um, so yeah, so yeah. If if I can continue to play the game without it, then it's then yeah. Do you know what? You do you. It's probably not going to be yeah. for me. So yeah, I don't agree with you. So I will slap you. Keep your site's name out your mouth. Keep my site's name out your mouth. Sorry, sorry, NGB. Sorry, NGB. Do you know what? I would usually wrap up there because we're an hour and twelve minutes in. But I did mention this, and Lotus did mention this in the chat. So I will jump onto this one. We will shelve the last two stories of the day until tomorrow. But we will jump into our next bit of news, which is PUBG focused. Oh. Uh, so so and there's a surprise i know uh, vicky blake <laughs> at Eurogamer uh, has this story it says here's what's coming to pubg in 2022 quote ours is a partnership we feel truly grateful to have and we'll continue to take in your feedback so pubg the original and now free to play battle royale has unveiled its 2022 roadmap just want to caveat there the original mainstream battle royale because there was battle royales before PUBG but, but, but I, I, I appreciate the sentiment Vicky yeah, for most people it was the first anyway that said the team's keen for you to know that everything we're sharing today uh, today, along with any mentioned timelines are all subject to change which is baffling that they have to say that every time because people think it's a roadmap that's it you've said it, it is what it is it's like no that's the plan this is it <laughs> things don't always go to anyway uh, as game development can be a finicky thing and priorities can be changed based on issues that arise in feedback oh uh, and it's still keeping back a surprise or two too so as for what's coming up though uh, though succinct the roadmap divides its plans into the categories world in game and out game in the next few weeks we should get a sanok rollback uh, it's coming back in its original form weapon balancing and unspecified quality of life improvements that reduce co- inconvenience without affecting core gameplay there's a new gun too a new 762 uh, assault rifle that has lower dps than other ars but is easier to control um so next quarter july through to september roughly uh, should see the release of the new map kiki uh, more weapon balancing and weapon mastery overhaul customization improvement and bp income balancing which is irrelevant because bp does fuck all uh, and then the last quarter of 2022 sees vikendi reborn and a key key update we'll also get an overhaul of the arcade mode improvements to the shop uh, an unspecified new social feature uh, and shop gifting yay shop gifting the ability for me to buy things for other people but not actually control the <laughs> movements of my player in a non-janky way that's great uh, which is the feature i'm probably most excited about what uh, a very happy fifth anniversary to you all the post ads we're both excited and humbled to ring uh, to ring in this milestone uh, even though we can hardly believe it's been that long already through the years, you'll have stood with us as a constant reminder of how fortunate we have been in our successes, but also a humbling reminder that there is always work to do. Many companies say it, but we, ho- we hope you believe us when we say it. We're truly in this together. Do you know what? Fine. Stuff, stuff. Sentimental stuff about they, they appreciate. Um, <sighs> duh, duh, duh. Okay, that's fine. That's fine. We'll st- you too, then. 
yeah, no, no PUBG 2. Definitely sticking with the PUBG 1. Um, I'm not going to ask you, Bib, because I know you'll go, ah, do you know what, actually, I'll ask you the same question back. So so I'm going to ask me, what do I think, yeah. Graham? Um, Graham, what do you think? <laughs> um, I, in general, I'm happy with this. I'm, I'm, I'm happy. Got to shoot, catch all later. No worries, next gen base. I see we, we had a bit of a disagreement and you're leaving. No, it's, no, it's fine. We're not taking it personal. Whatever. We'll just. Love you. Yeah, I love you too. Check, check next gen base out on YouTube. Nice, nice, nice. Um, so, yeah, no, I, I uh, upgrades across the board. I'm a big fan of this. I do like to see this and I want to see more of this. Um, I like the fact that they are reworking a map that was garbage. And, uh, Link, please. Okay, we. We get you. Uh, you know, Secondo. Oh, baby's getting nice. Um, I like the fact that they are uh, working on Sanok, which is crap. It is crap. Um, and and nobody can change my mind. Nobody can change my mind. Uh, so PUBG started out with two big eight by eight maps made by a great team. They changed to a different focus using a different team, and it just wasn't the same. Um, after. Uh, Sanok was made by that same starting team. I could be wrong on this, by the way, so do take this with a pinch. I'm going off of information that I have read online. Sanok was made by the same team that made the first two maps. After that, they changed focus, changed team, changed direction, um, which is why Sanok got remastered by a new team that that decided that they knew what they were doing. Yeah, let's 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 add in more bushes. Let's make more loot trucks and things like that. Which I don't mind the loot trucks, if I'm being honest. But but Sanok got rolled forward. Um, and a lot of people are going, I don't want them to roll it back. I want them to stay committed to what they wanted to do with it. No, that was their first roll of the dice and it was shit. If if you start on the wrong foot, sometimes it's better to start again on the right foot rather than trying to readjust your feet halfway through a sprint. This isn't a sprint either. It's a long run. So, okay, we started. Someone else had already set in the groundwork with knowledge that they'd built off of um, player unknown's input into the early game and player unknown's input was built from two games of community input so he came in with the best knowledge the best intentions uh, and the best reasoning and sanok was crap uh uh not crap not as good should i say and then it was made crap um so okay go back to what wasn't quite perfect you, you don't have to completely kill sanok to make it good you can just improve on what's there so rolling back is is okay we've tried to improve it's not worked let's go back and start again from where we were no no be honest it was crap it was crap it was crap it was crap nobody nobody enjoyed playing sanok all the time if we're honest sanok needed improvement it didn't need uh it needed evolution rather than revolution they needed to improve the bits that were broken rather than going oh fuck it let's just change massive sweeping things the lobster building in the middle which was the really cool thing that you liked yeah we just got rid of that why? Oh, yeah. we, ju- we just did. Oh, do you know how there was that cool mountain that you could do backflips off and that had kick ramps where you could do a couple of backflips off? Yeah, yeah. We turned that into one horrible slope full of trees that people can hide behind. Why? What? Why? So there was there's some stuff like that. So them doing a rollback, I am fully on board with. It's not... the. It, remember, though, it wasn't good enough. It wasn't good enough. So roll back to go forward. And that's fine by me. I'm happy with that. Weapon balancing, okay, that's cool. New 7.62 gun, I don't mind new guns in the game. Uh, that mixes things up. Okay, that's fine by me. Vikendi being reborn. I, I'm not the biggest fan of Vikendi. I'm, I'm not a hater of Vikendi. It's the middle of the roadmap for me. So that getting some stuff, that's cool. Yeah, fine. Uh, weapon mastery overhaul, though. That is something I am very much about. So, so away from the maps, that will always be probably a problem or not. 
because there's too many of them. There's more than they need. They don't ever want to shelve any of them because they're, they're super proud of them all and go, yeah, look at all my children at once. And it's like, yeah, my God, just, okay, give me a little bit of time to get used to one and then, then introduce me to the next one and then shelve your first kid for a minute, send him outside to play while I talk to the next kid or whatever and then bring back another kid or whatever. That's what they need to do with the maps, two-ish at a time, nice. So we'll put that. Kiki could be good, could be bad, whatever. Weapon balancing, though, is not weapon balancing, weapon mastery is such a disappointment because I remember on the scoop about two, two about a year ago, 18 months ago, whatever, Bibi going, weapon mastery could be what brings me into PUBG. Weapon mastery. So I get charms and skins and stuff for upgrading my weapons as I go through. Yes, please. That is what PUBG is needed all along. Because Bibi talks about Fortnite as you jump in, you've got missions. You, even if you don't win the game, you're ticking stuff off, you're progressing, you jump out again. Weapon mastery is that, except shit. It's crap. Okay, you use a gun repetitively and you will get to level 100 in no time and have nothing to show from it apart from some tiny garbage charm that sits on the side of it that nobody really cares about. Oh, great. And the, the, the stuff to do with the weapon master is shit as well. Like, it, it, don't just make it about killing people. Yeah. Like, they needed to be weapon masteries of, like, Again, this is speaking for someone who doesn't play PUBG all that often, so this could be so this could be a completely untrue statement. But if you have the gun, if you it'll say say like pick up the gun forty times, and then you can just pick it up, put it down if you don't want it, and then maybe have something like twenty five kills with a suppressor, twenty five kills with a compensator, yeah. twenty five kills with a flat, like yeah. you would in a Call of Duty when you when you were working your way through that way. Attach forty gun uh, uh, thumb clips, or put twenty extra uh, uh, extended magazines on it, and stuff like that. Stuff that you don't necessarily have to use to be able to progress the gun, but just stuff that you can tick off as you go along. And again, that's not—I don't know if that's feasible for PUBG because I don't play it all that often. But I do think that's something that they could have included in there for you to go. Okay, there's a fucking Tommy gun on the floor there. I'm not going to run it, but I can pick it up and it'll tick it off once. It's, a, it's just another thing that I can tick off and bring me back to. Yeah. Like, that's a, that's the sort of stuff that from the outside looking in, I think that they probably should have added to it rather than it just being, okay, you've done a little bit of damage with it. That'll boost up your little progress line a little bit. Like, Well, I'm not a fan of the way it's going from the sounds of it. I don't think I will be a fan of what it ends up as either because the, the conversations that they, they had around that on social media a few weeks back were, yeah, we're going to make it so that when you've got weapon mastery, you basically, uh, I don't know if it was like you get it for all weapons. So once you hit level 100, you're, you're weapon master level 100. But, but I shouldn't get it for all weapons. Do I get... So it was like you unlock a charm, you can use that on all of the guns, which I, I think... Nah, I see charms, yes. Skins, though, should be something that, that, that you get per gun. Not that you get those at the moment. You should have... If you get it to level 50, you should get a level 50 skin for the UMP. Like, Call of Duty used to have Red Tiger, Blue Tiger, and all these different things, Urban Camo and stuff like that. Uh, but they, they don't do that because they want you to buy skins. So, so if we have that sort of stuff in there nice but having it so that there was also other things like there was like almost like paid ways around it weapon mastery should be weapon mastery not weapon payment schemes if you can pay to fast track uh, fast track mastery it's not mastery it's purchasing that's a bit different that mastery should always be something that is not ever paywalled because that should be you are a master of it not i have paid for the skin or paid to succeed so yeah weapon mastery being overhauled i am happy about but i am dubious about because i'm not sure how it's going to be for me it should be a case of you're not a master of a weapon until you can use it with a red dot. 
and a 2x and a 3x and a 4x and a 6x you need you need uh, 25 kills with your 6x and every other scope going down for it i'm thinking of an mp5 randomly you need it fully attached out you need it with um maybe not every grip 25 kills with a vert grip 25 kills with a whatever because that becomes a bit tedious but maybe you need to change out the muzzle attachments or something like that to give it a little, little bit of a mix because that way you're, you're making people get used to every different recoil pattern um which which that's where the mastery should be that's what that's kind of what i need customization improvement don't know what that means but we'll see uh bp income balancing i mean how can you balance something that is irrelevant bp exists yes i earn bp and I've been for the last year now at about 200 grand ish. I'm about 180 ish now. It's going down slowly because I spend it on contraband coupons, which give me nothing back. BP is an irrelevant currency that I can spend on irrelevant crates or change for coupons, which open other irrelevant crates. So BP balancing, great if you gave me something to spend it on, which sounds super negative. It does sound super negative. It's a great game. It is a great game. Um, I'm not convinced about working on BP or um, the weapon mastery plans. I'm not convinced about what was it? They said something about uh, shop gifting. I don't want shop gifting. I, 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 I don't want that stuff. I, don't, I would you rather be able to spend more money than gift it to your friends for their birthday or something. Yeah, I don't. I, I don't know what that is. I don't know. And social features. It, it could. It gift could. Guy. Yeah. It could. It could be. I could buy you the, the new M4 skin. <laughs> uh, um, it could be. But I'd rather have it be a case of work on the the janky movements. Work on them weird rocks that you always have on the course. I get out of boat. I'm gonna swim up. No, I'm gonna jump up and down. I'm gonna jump up and down. Okay. I'm gonna have to grab on and climb up. And twelve minutes later, I finally got off the beach onto the little bit of grass. <laughs> That's what I'd like to be worked on. That said, there is still a lot of content coming. So it sounds negative, and it's only because I'm super passionate. I am very, very much excited to play new in-game maps, new guns, new content. I just, the other stuff fixed. There's so much stuff that's been there for two years, four years, five years that needs fixing. Work that stuff first. Um, no, no, be honest, it was crap. <laughs> Working, so I didn't hear a word that you said. God damn it, Lake. Uh, rolling back to a less broken version, pretty much. Exactly, which is not a bad plan go back to the less broken sanok and then make that into a, a less less broken sanok that's good for me uh they pretty much added every single bush and tree they could think of and and weird winding slopes up that hill to that mountain nerfed uh ruins cave became stupid yeah no. send it back a lot of people going i don't think they should roll it back they've gone forward for a reason yeah sometimes when you're driving you go down the uh, one-way street and you realize shit this is the wrong way or you you go into a cul-de-sac a dead end you realize actually need to spin around and go back to where we were previously because we were in a better position then and that's what it is uh cave became the bumhole of sanok <laughs> yes it did it did uh okay we'll put a pin in this then um so there is a lot of content coming to PUBG. Um, we just need to see whether they can balance it all, uh, whether... And there's a lot of balancing mentioned in this for weapon balancing and stuff, but, but map balancing uh, and order priority balancing are the, are the key things for me. But we'll see how it all goes. Do you know what? If you want to figure out how it goes, you can just follow us on Twitch if you haven't done already because we play that at least twice a week, Wednesday and Saturday. On Wednesday, I will be back with the Druggermeister himself from about half six playing uh, for 
probably 20 hours because you know what it's like. I'm only going to have a little bit of a stream 20 hours later. Okay, maybe not 20 hours, but still. Uh, and then again on Saturday morning. Nice. Uh, oh, oh, Nietzsche's here. Thank you very much. Uh, but we are going to wrap things up. Um, so we do have two stories. We had a story about Idea Xbox being good for developers and uh, the source code for the original Wipeout being released. We will push them back to tomorrow where we have our first, do you know what I'll call it? I'll call it a soft launch of our new studio. So we will have our first broadcast in our studio, but we will put some content together to give you a proper behind the scenes, behind the cameras, behind the screens sort of look so you can see what we have in the studio, how we make it all work, what other stuff we could do going forward because a lot of you won't know what that looks like. So we will have yeah. our first new studio broadcast tomorrow. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, Technical difficulties may be part of the stream. Just probably saying, will be but that's where that's where we bring you guys in you guys get to join us and work out the kinks with us which is nice yeah. not not work out your kink tito i told you about Ooh. that one leave that one leave that one alert. uh you xboxes bastards silencing <laughs> silencing us but xboxes once again sorry mate didn't hear that can, can we just could you want to delete that comment from the chat just yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh, Get out. Uh, let me just do a, an exclamation mark. Ban at Tito. Oh. Sorry, Tito. You're, oh, ah, beat you to it. <laughs> um, okay, that's it. We are done for today. Uh, we will be back tomorrow, 10 a.m. ish, though, in the studio, as mentioned. And then again on Wednesday with another stream. So there's lots, lots, lots more content to watch us over this week. Baby has actually just put out a schedule as well on social this morning. Yeah. But aside from that schedule and anything else, Mr. Bib. Is there anything else you'd like to add? Yes, there is, Graham. Thank you very much to each and every one of you that have joined us for the first episode of The Scoop this week. Ladies and gentlemen, we are back to five scoops <laughs> this week. So if you want to help shape any of the remaining four shows, there is two ways that you can do so. First of all, find us on social media. It is at Ice Cream Uploads across all major social media platforms or alternatively, get involved with our Discord. All the links that you require if you're watching this and any of our on-demand services will be listed in the description below. What I need from you is a URL plus your false impressions we will then give you our first impressions on the very next show, which will be at what time from our brand new studio, Mr. Graham Day tomorrow. 10 a.m. 10 a.m. Bish. Bish. 10 a.m. Bish. <laughs> so yeah, we'll be live at 10 a.m. ish tomorrow. We're going we're gonna to aim to try and we'll, we'll probably have to be in the studio from early doors to make sure everything looks, looks like it's good to go. Whether it actually is or not, you guys will be able to find out. So do feel free to join us for our first studio stream tomorrow. It would be appreciated. Uh, we know Lotus is going to be there because he's got 48k and he's counting uh, till he, <laughs> he gets his rejection. So if you, don't, if you don't know what that is, sprinkles. If you watch our channel, you get sprinkles just for watching, which is our channel points. They're down there in the corner somewhere. Uh, if, you, if you watch for long enough, you can buy yourself a sub. You can turn the lights on and off. You can... You can even apply to be a mod, which is what Lotus is just about to do. Uh, so yeah, do feel free to stick around for us though, because we are going to raid someone else, um, and you will get even more sprinkles for that, which is a nice little segue. So we're going to find one of our friends, drop a raid on those. Oop, disco lights. Oosh, oosh. So yeah, we'll drop a raid on one of our friends. Do feel free to chance. There you go. Nietzsche just redeemed disco lights. So he's just spent 1,000 sprinkles just to make my lights do that. Money <laughs> <Running> well spent. <laughs> but yeah, that's it from us. We are going to raid a friend. Stick around. Until next time, though, we'll see you tomorrow at 10 a.m. Ish. Until then, stay frosty. Stay frosty.